Hello, and welcome to the Imagine That Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Weimer, founder, partner, and wealth manager at Confluence Financial Partners. Each month, we'll explore new ways to help you maximize your life and your legacy and meet some extraordinary people along the way. So if you're looking to get more out of your life today and legacy tomorrow, let's get started. I'm Greg Weimer, um, and I'm here with Sarah Rupp. And uh, Sarah has, she joined us, what, about three, how long? Yeah, June 1st. New, new unusual associate. So that's why it's going to be fun. So Sarah is a dietitian with Confluence. And uh, that was a new thought for us. Probably not totally new in the industry, but a new thought for us. And um, we knew we wanted to hire a dietitian for, for a while, actually. In fact, if you go back and listen to one of our older podcasts, you know, we were interviewing uh, Dr. Mary Lamb, and she she just said the words wealth and health, and I'm like, okay, wealth and health, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we hired Sarah to help with our clients' health. We understand we're 100% focused also on on wealth, but um, Sarah is a dietitian, and uh, Isaiah and her daughter Addie. Addie's what six months now? Fresh six months. So as of fun. yesterday. Mm-hmm. So we knew we wanted a dietitian, but when we found Sarah, it became a lot easier of a decision. So welcome. We're delighted you're here. Um, I think first, because when we were going through the interview process, one of the things that I was very confused about was like, there's dietitian, there's dietitians, there's nutritionists, <laughs> yeah. like, and I'm like trying to figure out everybody's credentials just to make sure we have the yeah. right person. Yeah. Not only from a culture standpoint, but from a credential standpoint point so if you could just spend a couple minutes or a couple just telling us what's the difference to a dietitian and a nutritionist yeah so that's a really common question i get asked a lot um so nutritionists that's not like an accredited term so anyone could really call themselves a nutritionist um you could take some like courses online get some certificates um so it's not to downplay the knowledge that can be there but dietitian um there's credentials behind my name so kind of the process to go through is you get a bachelor's degree, you do a coordinated program, which is like a supervised practice for so many hours, and then um, you sit for the national exam. And then once you pass it, you get credentials, and then you have to keep up on continuing ed. So it's a very like regimented process that, um, yeah, it just, it has a, a process to Wonderful. it. Wonderful. Okay, so, so, you're, so, you're, so you're credible, we got it, let's go. So yeah. um, our, our goal actually of this, of this podcast is to, um, we're not going to change the world, but holy cow, if we could bend the curve. Mm. Our goal here is just if we could just help people make more informed and then therefore better decisions around their health and more specifically around their diet. Mm-hmm. So, right, so let, 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 let's try to do that together. And, 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 and if we think about the mission of Confluence being maximize people's lives and legacies, it's really hard for us to think about maximizing someone's life if we don't help them also with their health. So for us, it makes total sense. Um, So let me just go through a couple things. Because for one of the things I find, it's complicated. Mm. Like I hear keto diet, paleo diet, water's good, intermittent (laughs) fasting. So we don't have to get overly detailed, but let's unravel some of those. So when you think about like paleo, keto, that type of stuff, what goes through your head? What advice do you have for folks? Yeah, that's a good question. So there's, you know, like anything because of the internet and technology, like there's so much information out there. Um, I think when it comes to nutrition, for most people, like getting back to the basics, um, you know, maybe it's not super sexy, but the food groups of 
um, you know, your whole grains, your dairies, your fruits, vegetables, proteins. I think eating a mix of all those foods for most people is going to be um, what keeps you healthy. Those foods have the nutrients that our bodies need that we can't create on our own to give us energy to, um, yeah, to give us energy to help us get through our day to, to have that um, kind of capacity. So, so like not processed stuff. Yeah, so not processed the the more the more food that we can consume in whole form back to its natural state is going to be better for us. Um, there's a lot of food additives now um, that can really like influence like our energy levels, give yeah. us energy crashes, um, provide a lot of like inflammation in the body. So as far as like okay, the keto diet, paleo, like looking at those individually, um, you know, those have been researched those can have some success. I think it really depends on the individual, what's actually realistic for their lifestyle. Um, Telling someone like keto to consume predominantly fats, that can be done well, and you can get into ketosis and burn fats, Um, but it could also be done really poorly and end up hurting your health, making it more difficult to take weight off. So... It kind of depends what your what your goals okay. are. So here's so let's do let's do let's do specific goals then. Sure. Someone someone is in business or in life or a mom or a dad and they want to be at you know their peak performance for the day. Yeah. Because you said uh, you said you know sugar crashes and stuff like that. We don't yeah. want that. We don't want that in confluence. We don't want that with our clients. We don't want that in the world. Mm-hmm. So like give me give me a an ideal scenario. Yeah. I wake up. What what do I eat? When do I eat carbs? When do I when do I eat protein? Just you know what I mean? Just just a quick overview of what like a perfect day would look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a good question. Um, so I would say the perfect day would be that you are waking up drinking water. You're staying hydrated right off the bat. So maybe not some, ten cups of coffee right away. Maybe some. Uh, I, I would wait on that. Would maybe, you? So water first. Yeah. Major and, change. Okay. Yeah, water first if you can. A glass of water um, just to start the hydration process. Yeah. And then um, drinking your coffee. If you can drink it black, that would be yep. the best recommendation. And then some people... Does it matter um, how much coffee you drink? So, I don't know. We'll get through the day, I'll promise you. But like, yeah. But like, yeah. So like a pot could be too much. Yeah, okay. I think different... Like we all have different probably caffeine like tolerances. Yeah. Um, but it does count as a fluid. Yeah, So that's good. But yeah, I would say for the normal person... Um, Focusing on your carbohydrates, like in the morning and daytime, that's when our body is most primed to like process. So, like, what does that mean? So, like, what, like, what is what? So, what do we do? You do eggs in the morning. Do you do eggs and bacon? A lot of these breakfast bars. How do you know like which one to eat, which one not to eat? Yeah, right. Because they all they they are marketed to be healthy. Right, right. So, how do you know? What do you look for? So, okay, let's kind of over like let's go back to simplifying it. So, I would say. With, with each meal, if you could eat a balance of your focus is protein. So protein foods, that's going to be your eggs. Um, that's going to be your meats like chicken, pork, beef, all the animal products. Um, and so if you can kind of surround your, your plate with that as like the centerpiece focus, okay. that's going to keep you balanced. Protein helps keep you fuller longer. So if you can make that the star of the show, every plate, then you're off to a good start. Right. So um, your protein foods, so like breakfast specifically, <coughs> big fan, big fan of eggs. Um, some people don't love it. Then you could go like Greek yogurt. Um, but as long as that is your focus, then you can kind of surround it with with some natural carbs. Um, I'm talking like fruits, veggies. That would be like ideal. Not everyone is doing that. In the morning. Um, in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Veggies. Okay. Yeah. But you can also do things, um, you know, that add fiber. 
like um, which is fruits, veggies, but also like your flax seeds or chia seeds if you're making a smoothie. So in the morning time, you want something that's going to keep your energy balanced. Okay. So as opposed to grabbing a like croissant or like a muffin. Bad, bad. A processed food, packaged food, because really what that's going to do. bad. Right. It's going. It's just going to. It's going to taste good, but it's going to spike your blood sugar, which usually when our blood sugar is spiked, we feel jittery, yeah. um, and then it's going to come to a crash, and then we're going to be hungry again. Yeah. Well, so, for all the business owners out there, or, or you know, mom, dad, and I guess in your homes, one of the things we have Sarah doing in our firm is going through our kitchens and making sure that. Um, we're not having crashes through the day and yeah. we can be crisp. So you're redoing our, our, our snacks. Right. right. Um, tell me about lunch. Here's yeah. how about the, how about our conversation about the, uh, the wrap? Yeah. The wrap was bad news. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll come clean on this. Here was my view. My view is we started with the salad. Yeah. Healthy. Right. Then if you wanted to be a little less healthy, you went to a wrap mm-hmm. and then if you wanted to be totally unhealthy, you ate like bread in a, in a, in a sandwich or something. Yeah. So what we found was a wrap in a sandwich. You don't like this, but it's equally bad. So what we what we've been talking about we is um, yeah, I don't know if we're not agreeing. It's so it depends on the type of person. So like carbs get a bad rap, like um, you know rice, bread products, pasta, all that. It's because those break down quickly in our body to sugar. We want to use that as quick energy. If we're not using that as quick energy, then it's just stored. Um, for later and that's how we can put on weight so we just want to make sure we're balancing those kind of carb foods with like high protein foods that take longer to digest and break down they're actually keeping us full so um, what we were talking about was like if it's a whole grain then that is um, in its full form so it's not been processed so there's more nutrients to it there's more fiber to it um, so I would absolutely pick a whole grain wrap, especially you were putting like salmon in it, right? Like <laughs> yeah. that's excellent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you can fill a wrap with vegetables, you know, hummus. Like it just sounds easier not to have a wrap. Yeah. Well, just and have then a salad. if you're if you're satisfied without the wrap, okay. Yeah. But like, um, don't yeah, be afraid so of the wrap. Don't be afraid of the wrap. And then, and then at dinner, so like um, we were talking about carbs. Mm-hmm. So probably not as like be careful with dinner, correct? Is yeah. That, yeah. So the theory kind of getting in a little bit behind that is like our bodies have circadian rhythms. We have a natural process that regulates our hormones um, that we like that the body prefers to thrive off of. So during the daytime, that is really there's a lot of signaling um, from daylight, um, sunshine, like that this is when our body processes food. Yeah. Yeah. We, in fact, and I'll let you like we actually had someone come in and speak to our firm about how to slow dementia and lower your ability, your chances of getting it. And one of the he's incredible. And one of the things he said is important is in the morning. Mm -hmm. It's really important to get like exposure. natural sunlight yeah. in the morning yes. you have to get na- in, in natural sunlight so yep. so the yep so exactly so kind of going off that like our bodies have a, a preferred time to process energy um so there's something called insulin that's a hormone that helps the sugar get inside of our cells to make energy so in the evening time our body is less um insulin sensitive so what that means is that we're just not going to process it as well so we probably should not be eating as many carbs in the evening where a lot of people are more sedentary you know you're getting ready to go to bed um so you know going back to like your plate should be surrounded by like a protein as the centerpiece and then um, fruits, vegetables, and then like complex carbs, like 
Um, if you want to add in some like potatoes or um, some like quinoa, something like that. But the closer that you can get to those types of like eat more of these foods, the better. Um, and, and don't eat after when? Like, yeah. It, it, like what time at the, in the evening should you stop eating? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so going back to like, it has to be realistic for the person to make sense for their lifestyle. But I would say like, if you can have a, a cutoff time of around like seven o'clock at night, that would be really good for your body. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been so much fun to have you around because I could like, hey, hey, Sarah, how about this? Like, hey, Sarah, how about this? Probably making There's you nuts, been a lot but, of that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Sarah, how about this? And it's been wonderful. One yeah. of the things we talked about is um, how about intermittent fasting? You're hearing mm. all about it. And I heard you say earlier in the conversation about um, inflammation yeah, and, and how it can actually, you know, I, I've heard that intermittent fasting can help reduce inflammation in your body. Is that true? Yeah. 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 So I'm a big fan of intermittent fasting. Um, there has been a lot of research surrounding it. So it's not just another fad diet. Fasting has been around since the beginning of time, you know, whether, you know, not, not out of um, like luxury, but more <clears throat> of necessity really like in our western civilization like we're we're eating around the clock and yeah. our bodies we really don't need that we're really over fueling ourselves for what we need so that is contributing to the obesity epidemic and um so essentially intermittent fasting it can take a lot of different forms the most popular one is probably the 16-8 approach which is choosing 16 hours within the 24 hours of the day that you're going to fast and then there's going to be an eight hour eating window so a lot of people include in their fasting time you know sleeping so it might actually be eight hours that you're awake that you're just refraining from food so that's not that bad so you, you skip breakfast it's not bad yeah depending on how you set it up right so, you set it up you you skip breakfast and you go from you eat lunch and dinner right as long as you're done by eight right right and there's and there's ways to do it wrongly but kind of just to get into it like I like to say that the body is really smart. Some people think that like refraining from food, you're going to go into like fat storage mode. Um, the body's going to, you know, freak out and turn on itself. That's really not the case. Um, the research that I've seen is that it can really be beneficial um, when we aren't putting in food in our body for energy. The body creates energy to utilize, and then once those stores are used up or used up, that's when you start getting into like the fat burning mode. So depending on the time frame, usually 16 hours fasting won't get you into like anything like ketosis, anything like that. Um, but that is kind of like a good reset for the body that it can um, not be stimulated by that insulin hormone, like we said, and therefore not kind of like build up the fat stores. So we're not stimulating yeah. insulin when we're not putting food in. Right. What I, what I appreciate about the way you the way you think about this is um, you have a realistic approach. Mm -hmm. Like in, in talking to you, it's not, you're not an extremist of never eat bread. Yeah. And it's like, hey man, if you want pizza, like don't be afraid of the pizza, yeah. right? Um, which, which, is, which is wonderful. Just to, just to let our listeners understand how mm -hmm. we're going to be um, using Sarah's uh, knowledge and ability inside of Confluences. Right now she's working on content. You're probably seeing some of that content online. That's been very valuable. She's gonna be working with our associates internally to make sure that we, um, you know, we, we perform for our clients at a high level. And um, then we're going to start doing some lunch and learns. So yeah. so you'll start seeing some lunch and learns where we'll invite, you know, clients and friends into our into our offices yeah. and we'll have um, we'll have just, you know, 
just uh, some some five things you need to know about eating in the summertime or how to eat fast food healthy or whatever that is or maybe we'll dig into some local restaurants menus mm-hmm. and you can say like hey if you're gonna go out to eat in the South Hills or North Hills whatever here's what you should eat um, and then ideally we, we would like to make Sarah available to some of our uh, some of our clients also on an individual basis so so that that's the thought process behind it um, so a lot of stuff on diet um, we, what we didn't touch on what I asked like how do you know because I know I brought in my breakfast bar for you and you were like yeah, yeah you're good even though you, you you sort of made fun of the taste a little bit <laughs> um, but, yeah. but you you looked at certain things so a, 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 if you're out there and you're looking at a breakfast bar mm-hmm. what are the numbers they should look at and what should they be yeah that's a good question so I in full disclosure I I did make fun of it a little you did. bit, and I'm sorry. I felt really bad afterwards. I gave it to you. Um, so there's a time and place for breakfast bars. I get it. Like I'm a super on the go person. Like that's easiest to grab. When you're looking for a breakfast bar, or just like protein bar in general, um, I would recommend like at least 10 grams of protein. I don't think it's worth it to do any less than that. You're gonna want to always look at the ingredient lists um, to see just how many like additives. Um, you know, chemicals are in it. Um, like what would it How do you know that? Yeah, so it's going to be really weird names that like Things you might you... have trouble pronouncing. Okay. So you want to look for um, more like natural ingredients that you can pronounce. So one of the the bars that I'm really on a kick of right now are those RX bars yeah. that have those four natural ingredients just really compressed together. Um, it has like dates, um, maybe like walnuts, chocolate, and you know, something. So if you're eating a bar that just has a ton of chemicals in it, your body is probably not going to know what to do with that. So it would be more advantageous to get the nutrient um, density of that. So so. so the protein, what what about like fats and stuff? Like, you know, what percentage of fat should a bar have? Yeah. So I don't know about percentage, but um, if the bar can focus on, there's there's different types of fats that are more beneficial. So you want, fat in the diet is helpful for keeping us fuller longer. Yep. It's the most um, energy dense macronutrient we have, protein, carbs, fat. It's gonna keep you fuller. So um, we really wanna avoid saturated fat as much as possible. Um, mono unsaturated fat is good. So mono comes from like olive oils, avocados, walnuts. And then saturated fat is what contributes kind of to, to heart disease. So Okay, so bad. Okay, yeah. so here we go. So we talked about the meals. Okay. Um, what are the healthy snacks? Yeah. So like, like if someone's saying, yeah, I, I know, that's great. I, but like, I need a snack. Yeah. So what are, let's go through some snacks. So if you just like, instead of maybe the Doritos and this and the th- these things that long term, you know, may stop you from enjoying your life later on what are some of the healthy snacks that we could that we could have yeah so depending on your goals like if you're trying to lose weight or like if you're just trying to be healthier um i would just always recommend when you're choosing a snack like just be mindful of what you're choosing like you said doritos like the bag of chips um like that's really not going to get you anywhere in terms of um hunger and like satiety so I think always having a well-rounded snack. And what I mean by that is, um, so like if you're, go ahead and do a, a whole fruit. So like an, an apple that's gonna have good fiber in the skin. Okay, um, gotta, a lot of good got, nutrients we there. We gotta do this a little better than apple. <laughs> so we gotta do. <laughs> we need something out of so, it. So, okay, apple. it's coming. I mean, so an apple would be great, uh, but yeah. also combine that with um, with like a hard boiled egg. Love or that. a beef stick. So tell them about when you came in for an interview. 
the hard-boiled egg. Oh, my gosh. This was amazing. I was like, who is interviewing you? <laughs> no, about I the egg maker. No, the egg maker. Yeah. Oh, okay. The egg maker. So, yeah, we were just, like, walking around the <laughs> yeah, building yeah. after I interviewed. And, um, gosh, I'm going to butcher this. It was something like you you really like hard-boiled eggs. Yeah, yeah. First of all, let's just acknowledge making a hard-boiled egg perfect is really difficult. It's really difficult. Let's just it acknowledge is. that. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so so we gave we we had we had some hard boiled egg makers here. We gave everyone in the firm a hard boiled egg maker, yeah. which is incredible, by the way. Best advice you're going to get on this podcast yeah, ever. Honestly, Go buy a hard boiled egg forget maker. Forget everything I'm saying. They make, it, they make them perfect. They're per, they're perfectly put together. So yeah. anyhow, so hard boiled eggs, we love them. Yep. Um, we have them in our offices. So great to have hard boiled eggs in the fridge. What else? Yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, combining those things together, um, I would say, like we've talked about before, uh, if you can do veggies, like raw veggies with um, hummus. Yeah. So we talked about, what was it, carrots and celery. Yeah, and does it, like there's so many, I feel like there's all different flavors of hummus. Does it matter? Mm-hmm. Like, is it, hummus is good. Yeah, so hummus are, hum, hummus is like ground chickpeas. Yeah. Um, it's a Mediterranean, yeah, yeah, some people don't like chickpeas on their own, Mediterranean um, side that has some oil in it. I don't know that any is better than other. There's garlic, there's red pepper. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like nuts. Mm-hmm. All the oh, different, yeah. like which ones are good, which ones are bad, are they all good? Like, Yeah, so nuts have nuts have the good fats, those monounsaturated. So a handful of nuts is usually equivalent to like an ounce. There was actually a study I was reading that it was like for people who were consuming at least five ounces of like mixed nuts per week, it decreased their... Um, their cardiovascular disease risk by like 30%. Like it was huge just by adding those in. But with that being said, like walnuts are going to be a really good source of um, omega-3s, which are anti-inflammatory and actually really help your brain health, um, which is important with aging and cognitive function, just staying on your game. So um, walnuts are great, pistachios, almonds. um, The higher like density like calorie nuts yeah. would be peanuts and um like cashews which don't have as many benefits but are still good yeah your face was like not as impressed yeah by it. Yep. i would just say like if you can do the unsalted and like yeah. the um like no oiled or like okay those kinds of things keeping them natural that would be a really good all right, here's what we're gonna do so i'm gonna give you a little warning rapid fire sort of so like bullet sure. points ready if i were listening i would want to know okay that's all great i got it i got it i got it i think i got it. i got the framework in my day Sleep's really important. We talk about that. Mm. We talked about that on another podcast. Measure your sleep. Sleep's important. It'll keep you healthy. Yeah. But now, give me. We're going to go through five things. Bullet points. If I could only do five things, if I right, to like, give me the five things you would do if if you're thinking about our listeners. Yeah. You're driving down the road. You're like, all right, give me some homework. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do five things that you think they should do. One. Yeah. Well, can I just say, this is really focused on nutrition, but, you know, we've talked about, like, health yes. is encompassing, like you said, sleep, stress management, physical activity. So Cold plunge. We talked about that. Cold. Oh, yeah. And heat therapy, too. There's so much to talk about. Are you about. just delaying because you you're taking I'm time to think about, about your five things? Is this, no, but the cold <laughs> plunge. Like, so, yeah. Right? We, 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 that's like the rage. Yeah, there's, there's some benefits to that. I don't know that there's a lot of research to that. 
Um, Why would someone have figured out for sure before I do that? I do too. It's just like a too. lot. Of, it sounds horrible. <laughs> like I, um, I gotta, I gotta know for sure. But the, by the way, we should say consult your physician. We're not trying to give medical advice. Yes, thank you. Intermittent fasting's not for everyone. Right. If you're allergic to peanuts, we're not suggesting them. <laughs> so talk to your physician. We're that's just a, giving you things to think about. That's a really good disclaimer. Thank you. So I would say the five things for someone just looking to improve their overall health. Um, really back to the basics of like, make sure you're staying hydrated, drink enough water, that's gonna help your kidneys flush the toxins out of your body. Um, there was something else that I read that it's like, you know, low grade dehydration can be really like unnoticed, like symptomless, but that can actually shrink like your brain cells um, and over time like lead to something like dementia. So it's really important to stay hydrated. Um, so that's one thing. Got it. I would say if you can get in 30 minutes of movement Move. per day, like concentrated movement, walking, that's going to be great. Um, as far as nutrition goes, we talked about like building your plate. By the way, the one thing this uh, this individual said that we were that brought, we brought in to talk about dementia, mm -hmm. um, he said the same thing. He said like you, mm. you've got to like move thirty minutes a day, and he yeah. said that if you could only do one thing, just one thing. Yes. He said dance. Yeah. Why'd you have he me said dance. ten? He said oh, dance. Okay. No, he said dance. He said because it's stress <laughs> relief, it's exercise, it's music, blah that's blah cool. blah. So we got water. We got exercise. Movement. How many am I doing? You're five doing or five. ten? Five. Oh. You got five. Oh, thank People goodness. don't want to do ten things. Yeah, man, I was going to struggle there. So, yeah, the third thing would be, um, yeah, surround your – or how did I want to word it? Um, make, make protein the star of your plate. Protein. Yeah. So every eating occasion, eating foods that are high in protein to keep you fuller longer and to keep your blood sugar stable. Um I would say that. And then number four would be, um, I would say monitor your alcohol intake. Really? Yeah. Can we have a different one? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to choose that monitor. one. Monitor. <laughs> I totally agree. Right. Yeah, that's that's a sneaky one. So alcohol is enjoyable as it is. Um, you know, there's not, it's not very nutrient dense. It's, it's um, you know, kind of empty calories. So, um, and it can also like alter your sleep and just kind of, the body, it's it's processed in the body as a toxin. Yeah. So just yeah. kind of laying I the pros was reading and cons. If you, if you drink, you can't burn fat for some period of time because mm. your liver is actually working to get rid of the toxin. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So the liver prioritizes breaking down um, the toxin, which I think the active ingredient is ethanol, which the body just, you know, doesn't know what to do with. So it, it breaks it down. And then that means that your the food that you ate with the alcohol is further delayed. So if you drink alcohol in the evening, like most people do, um, that's going to give you that overnight time to digest your food, yeah. which is probably going to lead to some crappy sleep. Yeah. Well, for me, if I if I would drink like beer or wine, I fall asleep, and then at 2 o'clock, I wake up because mm. yeah. the sugar kicks in, right? Yes, yeah. yes. So yeah. that's bad. Okay, so wait, things. so what did we have? We had drink water. Drink water. Right. Get in 30 minutes of movement. 30 minutes of movement. Proteins. This protein is the star. Mm -hmm. More protein. Uh-huh. Be careful how much you drink. Moderate your consumption, Right. Um, and then I would say the fifth thing is really try and cut out artificial sweeteners as much as possible. Um, so that's like in drinks, that's, that's kind of like sneaky in like syrups of coffees. Um, it's in packaged snacks. So I guess with that, be checking your food labels and just try to, as much as possible, consume the whole food version of, of snacks. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, we look forward to benefiting from you. 
we look forward to our clients benefiting from you. Yeah. And as we are talking about, you know, what's the goal? What's the ultimate goal? Clearly, we want to help people maximize their lives and legacies. Mm. Um, and we really do believe that helping them with their health is a big part of that. And God willing, someday you'll be in the mall. Yeah. And someone will say, Sarah, thank you. You really helped me make some great decisions. And because of that, I'm leading a healthier life and a more full life. So mm -hmm. we appreciate you. This is going to be fun. Thanks. Yeah, thank you.